This audio article brought to you in part by EpicThreads.tv, the home of angel paste, the best lotion the world has ever known, consisting only of food-grade plant oils made by patriots for patriots. The effects are amazing. Experience them for yourself. Go to EpicThreads.tv and use promo code Cates to let them know that Brian Cates sent you. Ann Coulter's rotten, terrible, no-good mood is not likely to improve anytime soon. Neocons took their best shot at Trump and missed. Sucks to be them. By Brian Cates. Ann Coulter on Twitter in response to Ann Coulter has been right about Trump in the past. I'd love to hear what he needs to do, in her opinion, to help us take America back, to which Ann Coulter responds, maybe he could die? Longtime political pundit and columnist Ann Coulter seems more upset than usual these days, and I think I know why. She just spent the last six months doing two things at once. First, relentlessly cheerleading for the failed campaign of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and second, stridently warning everyone who would listen to her that letting Trump earn the 2024 GOP presidential nomination would be the strict, stupidest possible mistake ever. So, if she seems extra cranky and pissed off lately, that is very likely why. Despite her best efforts, Trump is easily cruising to the nomination as in the last month all the other contenders, save for the insufferable neocon Nikki Haley, have dropped out of the race. Never forget how many of the controlled opposition inside Conservative Inc., after being never Trump in 2015-2016, shifted gears and suddenly began pretending to be new Trump fans. Some, of course, like Bill Kristol, Jonah Goldberg, all the National Review writers, etc., stayed virulently and very publicly never Trump. But controlled opposition has no value if you can't influence anybody in the target group. Some of the people inside Conservative Inc., were going to have to step up to the plate and take one for the team. They were going to have to get in there and hold their noses and pretend to become enthusiastic new adherents to the Trump cult. So, we had people like Ann Coulter very publicly jumping on board the Trump train and fervently waving her Trump flag, pretending to embrace America first slash MAGA. She even wrote a best-selling book, in Trump We Trust, where she endlessly gushed about her supposed admiration and devotion to him. A whole bevy of con ink talking heads, pundits, columnists, and personalities gritted their teeth, put those MAGA hats on, and performed like dancing monkeys. For a few years, anyway. But they were faking it. They were all still the same old neocon, forever war hawks underneath their new shoddy disguises. And during that first term, as Trump began exposing conservative ink for the controlled opposition that it has always been, one by one, they had to jump out into the open and try to stop him. That's how much damage he was doing. The RNC thought they could control him. They couldn't. 
The military intelligence complex thought it could stop him. It couldn't. The Uniparty in the U.S. Congress fought him tooth and claw for those first two years. He wore them down. And the conservative ink fakers watching all of this in abject horror found they couldn't stop Trump either from inside the wire. So, by late 2019, many of them were in a panic as Trump, having suddenly defeated ISIS, done the massive weapons deal with Saudi Arabia and given up-to-date weapons platforms to the Gulf Cooperation Council, killed al-Baghdadi and Qasem Soleimani, pulled most of our troops out of Syria while doing the same in Iraq and Afghanistan. They did not like that Trump was seriously putting a damper on their forever war's activities. He kept exposing what NATO was doing and not helping much at all with their activities in Ukraine, where they were prepping the regime in Kiev to go seize back Crimea. And on top of everything else, the Forever Wars enthusiasts did not like the way Trump focused massive amounts of attention and resources on stopping international human trafficking networks. If you didn't notice Ann Coulter or any of these other neocon war hawks like Bill Crystal, Jonah Goldberg, or John Podoritz doing columns on human trafficking from 9-11 to 2020, that's because there weren't any. So, one by one, they were forced to come out of the tall grass and into the open and endlessly talk about how Trump was doing everything wrong even before the election arrived in 2020, many had already openly turned on Trump. They all knew their job was only half done after they aided and abetted the stealing of the 2020 election from Donald Trump. Once he waved, climbed into the helicopter, and left, they immediately turned all their energies into accomplishing their new mission, ensuring he never returned. Thus, you can see why this nasty bitch is in such a foul PMS mood these days. She failed at her mission, utterly and completely failed at it. Nothing they tried has worked. Trump is still coming and gaining steam. It's an ugly feeling, realizing your usefulness is all used up. You have no real influence anymore, and the only people who take you seriously live inside the bubble in the D.C. Beltway. People no longer fall for your act. They don't fall for your con game. You've become the worst thing for someone in this business. You have become irrelevant. Unfortunately for the neocon members of Conservative Inc., who were pretending to be Trump supporters, they thought the coast was clear when the rigging and stealing of the 2020 election occurred. They thought it was safe to drop their fake masks and start crowing about just how much they'd hated the orange bad man all along. They never dreamed three years ago that things would be where they are now. I love it. Remember, this audio file brought to you in part by EpicThreads.tv, home of Angel Paste, the best lotion the world has ever known, made by patriots for patriots. Your skin will drink it up and use promo code Kates. 
to let them know Brian Cates sent you.